What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Ringmasters. I am Chad, and joining me, as always, is the man who's coming off uh, birthday week, my boy Austin. What's up, buddy? Yeah, I'm back. I'm doing good, man. And yeah, it, birthday birthday was really cool. Good. How was your concert? It was really good. Well, it was crazy, too, because uh, we went to go see Lana Del Rey uh, at Little Caesars Arena, which is now my third time being there, which cr- is crazy to me because I've been there three times for concerts. And hasn't haven't been to a game yet. I need to be. I need to go to a Pistons game. I'm soon totally down to go to a Pistons Let's game. Let's do it, man. Let's freaking yeah, do it for sure. It's a cra- It's a great arena. But like, so we went to the concert, and me personally, I'm not the biggest fan of Lana Del Rey. Like, I don't get into her music as much as everybody else because she's got that kind of personality and uh, songwriting that really latches onto a specific group of people, and that specific group of people loves her to death. What songs does she sing? Uh, she's got that summertime sadness song. Oh, she did a she did a song. Okay. She's done a couple songs with the weekend. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah. So my my best friend Sadie took me to this concert. Uh, mm-hmm. Incredible person. She was super. She loves Lana. Um. So we get there and then all of a sudden we get inside. They're like, Yeah, take this and uh, go up to the second second floor. Go to this table and they will upgrade your tickets. And I'm oh, like, Wow. What is it? Just because it's my birthday? And I'm like, <laughs> turns out they did not sell out like nearly at all. So they just closed off the entire upper bowl and moved everyone back down to oh, the that's lower really bowl. Cool. So we were like just right. We were like row seven or something, right to the left, like stage left, stage right, <laughs> just yeah. right there. So it was like, we got there and I'm like, holy crap, these are crazy good seats. It's like when Ludacris performed uh, for CMU a couple of years ago. Yeah, I no, felt and no one went, so they gave tickets away. And they were all good seats. I felt so bad for Ludacris. I'm just like, ah oh, man. I wonder if that's gonna happen with Jesse McCartney now. I mean, probably. I don't know. I don't know. I think everyone will just go for the nostalgia, just because like I, th- I feel like everyone in our generation, at least my generation, loved Jesse McCartney because I went through a small phase because I listened to Radio Disney. And like, yeah, he was. I really enjoyed him. I know so. that one song that he has that everyone knows. Beautiful, but other, so, beautiful. Other than soul. that, I couldn't tell you a single thing Jesse McCartney's. Ever I know done. about five songs. I uh, haven't listened to a full four album. Four and a but half yeah. more than me. I there just you know go. Beautiful Souls chorus. Uh huh. But yeah, we're finally back in the studio. Finally getting back everything rolling. Um, and of course we got a big week in wrestling. It's the week before the Royal Rumble, and also the week of the 25th anniversary of Raw. Um, we're going to cover that in a second, but first, the one of the biggest news stories that came earlier in the week was the announcement of the suspension and soon-releasing soon of Enzo Amore um, off of a sexual—was it abuse or assault? It well, was, it was one of, I mean, it was sexual assault. Okay, yeah. so it was a sexual assault yeah. uh, uh, uh accusation yep. on Twitter yep. which WWE then suspended him for three days but then it turned into an actual firing and releasing yeah, they fired him like they like I saw that his was suspended indefinitely and then literally like two hours later my phone blew up again and it was saying that they fired him mm-hmm. so I think that confirms that the allegations are true because I don't think they would have fired him if they unless they knew and if they are true Enzo Amore is a piece of garbage and I hope he never wrestles again mm-hmm. or works in the company in any form I mean, like, I feel like, yeah, there's no, there's nothing, nothing you can, he can do to try to make this up. And I hope if he does try to wrestle in any, in any independence that nobody hires him yeah. because what he, what he's being, what he has done is one of the most disgusting things a human being can do. I don't care pro wrestler or anything, human being. Yep. And Enzo Amore to me is just an absolute piece of dog shit and like, <laughs> I don't care. Like, like yeah. literally, good riddance. Like, I, I, I know, like, everyone jokes about, like, other wrestlers that should be fired or something. But after this, yeah, no. Enzo Amore, 
Um, yeah. I want him to get like just completely redacted from the entire like just history of WWE. Like he never held any titles or anything yeah. like that. He never existed. Give him the full Benoit treatment because honestly, like that's just disgusting. Yep. And I hope Big Cass comes back to just the biggest pop. See. It- I hate Big Cass too, but that's because I don't agree with anything he stands for politically. So it's a it's a dark day when he's my new favorite member of that team. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's we don't need to talk about it. Yeah, anymore. obviously, obviously, yeah. <laughs> um, the one thing I will touch upon though is because I know you don't watch it, but um, and the only reason I know is because I saw a YouTube clip on it. Um, they announced that he is a, he is stripped of the belt, and next week they're bringing in a two hundred five live general manager, and really? they're going to announce who the new cruiserweight champion is or what they're going to do about it. Okay, I, I I mean like I said he or she, so it could be a woman. Interesting, because I what I thought they were gonna do with the rumble coming up, I thought what they were gonna do is they were gonna take Cedric, and then like one member and like one member of the former Zoe train, excuse me, and then just have them face off for the vacant title at the rumble. But obviously we've got two rumble matches, yeah. probably can't fit them on the card I somewhere. Mean, I thought it'd be cool if like you had a like a cruiserweight rumble at two hundred five live. Didn't put Enzo in it, put every member of the Cruiserweight division in it, and then the Royal Rumble, the winner of the Cruiserweight Rumble, and then the Cruiser, and then Cedric Alexander fight for the belt. I, that's what I would have done. I, I Honestly, three Rumbles is too much. <laughs> I'm, I'm, on, I'm only just going to be able to survive with two. Well, they would have put it on 205 Live and no one would have watched it. Okay, so. there you go. There you go. But yeah, 205 general Ma- 205 Live general manager, though, that just seems really weird. And I don't know who they could possibly get I heard that. a rumor it's Rey Mysterio. Yo, <laughs> but why I would you like, like? I feel like it's a downgrade for Ray. Yeah, why would you not let him wrestle? Yeah, I agree. I don't understand why you would put him in a general no, manager I, position no, instead I of agree. having him wrestle. I agree. I think there are much better options, and I think there's people that they could like. I don't know, Dean Malenko, or that would, would, be, be, cool. would be a cool option. They won't go with that because the casual fans are gonna be like, "Who the hell is Dean Malenko?" Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Something that's something that happened, but a bigger story was the 25th anniversary of Raw that took place between two venues, and and you know we're gonna we're gonna film uh, this podcast, this half of this podcast here, and then the other half I'm gonna go down the road to my house, right. and we're gonna record that half, kind of like what they did. Okay, so and like that'll be just as bad. But yeah, okay, so we we're gonna get our general thoughts of it right now at least because it's got a lot of stuff that we're gonna talk about. So. Um, yeah, your original, your thoughts of the whole show in general. Um. Okay, so I think the two venues were horrible. Um, it could have been really good, and here's what they should have like, they 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 really dropped the ball. And I think all the fans that are demanding refunds from the Manhattan Center are totally warranted. If I spent the the hundreds of dollars they spent for tickets on that show, I'd be furious. They got the Undertaker who to- who spoke for three minutes and did nothing. And then they got DX, which was cool, I guess. And then they got Matt Hardy and Bray, and Bray went over. So, like, all in all, it seems like a pretty disappointing hey, day. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Don't forget, though, they got Lince Dorado. Oh, and 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 all the cruiserweights <laughs> brawling in the arena. Yep, they got Lince Dorado. So, like, honestly, like, I don't understand why they're complaining. <laughs> like, seriously? We haven't seen Lince Dorado in how long? And you feel the need to complain, you stupid marks? There were a couple things that I think uh, should have been put in the Manhattan Center for reasons. And when we go over <laughs> them in the show, I'll tell you what I thought should have been there. Um, literally a couple things added, and I think both sides would have had a really good time. Yeah, me and my personal thoughts was I found the entire night to be very disappointing. Um, oh, the whole show in my um, opinion was pretty yeah. disappointing. I mean, I mean, from both from both sec- sh- venues, which again, like I felt like if they were going to do this, just pick a venue. Just pick yeah. one. I don't – and I feel like their, their problem was they didn't want to just pick the Manhattan Center because of how small it is. Yeah. And, of course, they could charge like – 
buttloads of money like they already did. But, yeah. but like, but yeah, they already charged a buttload of money. So like, it just didn't make any sense to me to have it at two venues, especially because one like one venue is just gonna be sitting there twiddling their thumbs, seeing what's happening at the other venue. There are people that will get mad because of course everyone was going in there not knowing who was gonna be where. Yeah. So that's the thing too. Like if if I came there, it was like, man, I really want to see the Undertaker, and then I went to the the wrong arena. Like I'd be pretty upset. Or if you wanted to see Stone Cold Steve Austin, and you went to the Manhattan Center, yeah, and then you didn't get to see Austin, which ended up opening the show. We had um, uh, Vince McMahon and Stephanie McMahon and Shane McMahon, and um, oh, actually, before we talk about that, uh, I want to say that WWE are freaking marketing masterminds because of course in the in the raw 25 intro they had they they just sleazily put a little cm punk little guy yeah, right they didn't there even have, they didn't, didn't even have what he said matches lips no of course no <laughs> way but they put cm punk in there with a little pipe bomb and of course that sends the internet in a frenzy like is he coming back yeah. is he coming back no, it was good and call. of course then that brings viewership. They're just evil geniuses. Yeah. Of course, of course, I saw that and I'm like, that's awesome. I know he's not gonna be there. I think it shows them though that they would be open to it. Because I think if there was not a chance in hell they'd ever bring him back, they wouldn't give him the satisfaction of putting him in the package. I think I think the big thing with that is just like I know WWE doesn't care anymore because obviously like they just they for them their time I mean money heals all wounds right. and if they know how much money they would make if CM Punk came back. The only issue is. CM Punk will never come back. He despises that company with yeah. every fiber of his being. So I, WWE is always open to have him come back. Yeah. Like I got into a conversation with Road Dog on Twitter, <laughs> like afterwards, because I was just like, I I I just I tweeted at him or something because he was getting swarmed by CM Punk fans because he was like just talking something or whatnot. But yeah, I had a little Twitter conversation with him, and I was just like, like. Like I, I think everyone just wants him back, and I feel bad for all the hate that he was getting. And he, he of course, like never say never. Like every WWE corporate guy says. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're they'd be fine if he come back, came back. It's just not gonna happen. CM Punk Royal Rumble victory confirmed. Nope, not <laughs> even close. I, I think that's a safe bet. I think mm-hmm. I think Eddie Guerrero has a better chance of winning the Royal Rumble than CM Punk. Yeah, yeah, or Chavo. I'd love to see Chavo. I think win. I think Eddie's got bigger chances than than CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, back to the show. Vince McMahon comes out with what Stephanie What if he's the cruiserweight general manager? That'd be sweet. That would be very interesting. Yes. Just the ghost of Eddie Guerrero. No, I meant Chavo. Oh, Chavo. That would be cool. Yeah, I'd be cool with that. Yeah, no, Chavo would be a really cool and just just be nice to see him back because he is a former cruiserweight champion. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Hornswoggle. I knew you. I knew. <laughs> I freaking knew you were going there. You censored the GM experience. Of course, yeah, because he was the raw general manager, like the the, the anonymous. anonymous raw general manager. Uh. Jesus Christ, they they would do it too. When you watch them do it, but yeah. So Vince comes out and then. Stephanie and Shane give him a commemorative plaque for 25 years of Raw. That this was apparently funny. that was apparently crowdfunded or something yeah, like that. Yeah, they had a GoFundMe Go account. <laughs> uh, and he's like, feels a little cheap, but we are in Brooklyn. It's like, the only person I need to thank for me. And then glass. And glass. I swear, like, it doesn't matter how long it is. That, that glass pop and the sh- glass shattering... Stone Cold Steve Austin pop will always yeah. be the loudest pop in the history of yeah. pro wrestling. I thought The Rock, I, I literally, I thought it was going to be The Rock. So I was like, I was waiting for the, yeah. and the smell. That's what I thought. So like the uh-huh. entire time I'm like, oh, The Rock's coming out. It's totally The Rock. And so then the glass. Yeah. So yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out. Vince is trying to weasel his way out of it. I'm a senior citizen now. But I'm on like, AARP. Yeah. Shane, <laughs> Shane's in his prime though. This was so funny. And then stunner to Shane McMahon. And then Vince is like, he's, he had it coming. So Vince shares a beer with Austin. They hug it out. And then he goes to walk out as, as Austin's music is playing, stops playing the music. He freezes. 
and then turns around into a stunner. It's a stunner. And then Shane pr- proceeds to start to get up, and he gets stunned, and then just beer spit out of his mouth. There was a great picture that they tweeted that Shane tweeted out of that, and I was just yeah. like, that that should be your Twitter bio. I saw bio. the picture, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the only thing. So yeah, this segment was really good. The only thing that really bothered me was. They didn't give him a mic. Yeah, I kind of wish they would have had. There was no. If you're ready for the raw 25th anniversary, give me a hell yeah. If there's anybody to get someone hyped up for this show, it's Austin. Yeah, which is why they should have had him in the Manhattan Center. But um, my, I loved this segment. I just, I loved the subtle comedy. Like, I don't know what was what was more funny: Vince McMahon saying "Come on, ARP now," and then smiling like it was a big accomplishment, or having him be like. Shane's in the prime of his life. Look, he jumps from one side of the ring to the other. Like it was like I don't know why I found those things so funny, but I was dying. Mm-hmm. I thought those were so funny. And then when and then when uh, Shane or when Vince and Stone Cold have a beer, and Vince, I don't know if you saw, but Vince dumped his whole beer on Shane. Oh yeah, I did they see that. Yeah, he, <laughs> he just takes a sip and then dumps it on Shane. I thought it was so funny. I was like, I would be so. I feel like the, that was my I dad. feel like the only thing that could have made that better is if Steph took a stunner as well. Yeah, and that's like I agree. And like, cause he, cause he gave three out. He should have given one to ever all three of them. Oh yeah. Like, cause I mean, I know it's like, oh, it's 2018 now, and I don't think you can. But like, I don't think anybody would have had a problem with it. No, of course like, not. No one watching that. Like that's a thing. Like, oh, for today's audience, today's audience is not watching that show. The hardcore fans of your product are watching that show. That's why you brought out all these legends, and they would have no problem with Stephanie McMahon eating a stunner. And I feel like the that the WWE, the US, the like the USA Network viewers, like the moms and the dads that are watching, that end up catching USA Network and finding Monday Night Raw. I feel like they would have complained more about Austin flipping Vince off yeah. more than Stephanie taking a yeah. stunner. Because I feel like everyone would have been like, "Yeah, well, she is kind of a bitch. Uh, she does have it coming." Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, that was the opening. That was set like a, the best part of the whole set show. Set a giant standard, and then we cut to a an eight woman tag match between Asuka, Bailey, Sasha, and Mickey versus Nia Jax, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose, and Alicia Fox. Now, my Hulu version cut this part out. So, I, did I, it now? Yeah, I saw them after that. They cut right to the Manhattan Center, and I heard Jr. and Jerry go, "Well, that was a great eight woman tag match," and I was like, "Oh, yeah. I missed that." Um. So yeah, Nia attacked Asuka before the match even started. Alicia ended up tapping to the bank statement, so the faces went over. Then Asuka attacked all of her partners, threw them over the top rope, and then she was left standing. Um, did you see the uh, backstage segment with Jonathan Coachman? I did. And the okay. boogeyman. And the boogeyman. I and, for the boogeyman. And the Brooklyn Brawler, and Teddy Long, and Brother Love. Yeah, see, this might get heat. Don't really see everyone. Don't know what everyone sees in Brother Love. Just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Never been a big fan of them. I don't understand. Oh, you hit your mic again. I've punched my mic in anger. And like, again, and uh, I don't see why people give a shit about the Brooklyn Brawler. Oh, oh, I love the Brooklyn Brawler. <laughs> I never, I never got him. I love the Brooklyn Brawler. I never got him. Um, but um, I, I like him for meme purposes. Though. I was glad to see the coach, though. Yeah, as, I, as, a, as a broadcaster, I am. I was very glad to see the coach. Me too. I don't know why they didn't have him stand out for the general manager spot, though. Yeah, that is. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I he was. They could have had him. He was for a short there. moment. Yeah, for Monday Night Raw. I do yeah. remember that. Um, but yeah, and then we uh, cut to the Manhattan Center with Jim Ross and Jerry the King Lawler back on commentary, which was really nice to see, honestly. See, I, I don't know. I it wasn't doing it for me. I saw. I felt like both of them were like not, were checked out, not even there. Well, I mean, there was the picture that was tweeted out of them asleep. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it did like that one where, just, like, where Jerry's literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was. Well, I mean, I would be like if I was hired to work that show. And then I was just sitting there twiddling my thumbs for literally probably two out of the three hours that you were on the air. 
Like I'd be pissed off and I'd take a nap. I think <laughs> I think they were the only smart ones there. Yeah. Like I don't know, like I wasn't a big fan. Like I don't know, even even when like they were talking about when Jerry Lawler's like, "Man, those eight those eight that eight women's champion, that eight women's match was so cool, but when am I going to get the puppies?" I was like, "Really?" Like Well, yeah, that that's uh, that that's the one thing that bothered me. I'm like I'm like Jerry. You don't need to go back to the shit. Like listen, I get the throwback show. Jerry, I understand that you're trying to be throwback. But there's some things that need to be left in the 90s. And that's one of them. And that is one of them. Yeah. Do not ever, ever, <laughs> even considering the fact that it was disgusting when you said it back then, it's even more disgusting knowing how old you are now. Well, and it's one of those things, too, where it's like, I, and again, I saw the Hulu version, so and but there wasn't very many instances where he could have. But I didn't hear JR say Slobberknocker or Boomer Sooner or any of his catchphrases. Well, I mean, to be fair, the matches that they showed at the Manhattan Center, like the one match they showed on air at the Manhattan Center was like four minutes long. Well, exactly. But like, can you imagine if you had been like, well, that was a slobber knocker. Like you'd been like, that didn't need like, Well, that's the thing. It'd be like, he'd be lying. Yeah, exactly. I so. feel like he wouldn't say that unless he really meant it because yeah. Jim Ross at least has some integrity to him as a commentator. Whereas Jerry Lawler has none. <laughs> no, Jerry Lawler never had any. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. Like as great as Jerry used to be, like he never had any. I really liked his his the last run he had on SmackDown where he was a heel commentator. I liked that Jerry. Oh, see, I liked the Jerry like when he was just kind of toned down and like he was because I felt like Michael did a better heel job than J- than Jerry did. That 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 one where the Miz was champion and they were feuding back and forth. Yeah, everyone hated it, but I was super into it. I liked I, that. I agree. I didn't like it either, but I felt like Jerry was at least better on commentary than yeah. than he used to be. Well, I've always liked the Miz, so anything Miz is associated with, I love. Mm-hmm. But now, now then we had. The Undertaker. Undertaker. And God, I have something special to say about, about this. About three minute a three minute, four minute promo where almost nothing was said in each I think the only thing that people caught was and to all the souls that I've buried, you will finally rest in peace. Yeah. Which that is a nothing statement. Yeah. Like that is a I'm not retired, but I'm not you I'm not I'm not retired or am I, but I'm not going to WrestleMania or am yeah, I it looked like it, it really felt like they left it open because see, I don't yeah. think they know. <laughs> it's very possible they don't. I mean, obviously, like th- those were the big rumors that people were saying that he would be facing Cena at Mania, which I feel like those rumors still not. at least still at least exist. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, see, and it's gonna be, and it's gonna feel really, really mean for me to say this, and really selfish for me to say this. <clears throat> Excuse me, but because specifically because I'm going to WrestleMania, and I know it's selfish. I really want him to be there. See, I'm on the flip side. I am going to WrestleMania, and if he's there, I will physically be upset. I mean, this is my <laughs> thing, though. It's just like, I understand that the match will probably be not that good. I don't even care about that. But like, and I understand that, like, it's kind of ridiculous the fact that we there's there's been so many times where we're like he's done. Like we thought after he beat Shane, he was done, and we thought after we he beat Roman, he was done, and we still think he may be done, but we're not exactly 100% sure on it. We need a definitive. Shutdown, and the only reason why I'm almost positive that he's not being done because I feel like the year after he would have been done, he would be been inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And since they've already gone forth with the Goldberg as the main main inductee, you can't just put Undertaker underneath Goldberg. That's yeah. not gonna happen. No, if you Which do. is why I'm almost positive that he's probably gonna be there. I just I have a pro- and I had a problem with him being at the show. If I'm being totally honest with you, I think I don't know. The Undertaker is that guy who's always been above. His, he's never he's he's always been above breaking character. He doesn't have social media. He rarely makes appearances, and like and to his credit, he did he didn't come out with a hat or the jacket, which I thought was awesome. He came out in different clothes, 
which because he shedded those at the WrestleMania. I just I feel like the Undertaker, if it's the same Undertaker that we've known our entire lives, which he is, why would he come out and wrestle after doing that emotional send off where he put his hat, his gloves, his jacket in the middle of the ring, broke character, kissed his wife, and then left? I really think that tar- that will tarnish the Undertaker. And if he does hang it up at this next Mania and does the exact same thing, it's gonna be ch- it's gonna feel less. And I don't want the Undertaker's final send off to be anything than what it was at last year's WrestleMania. Last year's WrestleMania, I had chills and tears in my eyes when he when he left his stuff in the middle of the ring. And I think he deserves that. Let him fade off into the distance. And that's the thing too is that like, and again, I I do I do agree with your points that you make. And again, it's just me. It's just the the reason oh, I why that. I want him. Yeah. It's just I'm selfish, and just to be able to say that I've been to WrestleMania to see that entrance and see the entrance. Yeah, that's the thing yeah. is that like it's so like beforehand, like everyone saw the entrance because Undertaker was a full time wrestler. Yeah. But like now, it's because it's a one year thing. It was it's so rare to see that. Yeah. No, and just I, to experience like that moment, like, mm-hmm. and it's just like I I want that. I yeah. want that so bad. And yeah. to be that person to be like I was at the Undertaker's final WrestleMania. Just to be yeah. able to say that, I yeah. would lose my mind. Just being able to have that, like, have that pinned to my back, being like, "I was there." Yeah. But like, no, I agree with you one hundred percent. I don't know what they could do yeah. in order to make it seem legitimate, other than, other than possibly having the entire roster come out and celebrate with him for, with his retirement, like what they did with Flair. But even then, like, that's not the Undertaker style. Like, if I, no matter what they do, they ended up. Perf- the only other thing they could do is have him stand in the middle of the ring. Do the pose, have the lights go off, and have him not be there. Like that's literally the only thing else you can do. Because if they have people come out and clap, that's not the Undertaker style. You know what I mean? No, and I he get doesn't that, yeah. break character. The only way you could write him off is if you made him the American badass again and had him ride his motorcycle to the to the. To that the would menu, be really cool. If, like after he does again. it, after he does it, like all of a sudden, like just uh, like the lights go out and then a motorcycle appears next to the ring and then he's just like he looks to the crowd and he just kind of smiles to himself and then you just hear either. Either Keep rolling, rolling, yeah, either rolling, that, rolling. either that, or dead, either that or dead man walking. The, you done it now. And then the very last thing of the Undertaker is we have to remember Limp Biscuit. <laughs> I hate this the more we now talk I know about you'll it. You'll be loving this shit right here. I hate it the more we talk about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, I feel like that's all we really need to say on the Undertaker segment. Incredibly disappointing. I mean, he didn't do anything. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it didn't do anything. Exactly. Yeah. But we had a little behind the scenes segment with. The APA, Heath Slater, and Rhino. This was um, stupid. The only thing I liked about this was MVP was there. Well, the Million Dollar Man was there too. <laughs> he was, but it was I mean, cool to see him. I popped for MVP, and that took. Yeah, MVP was like I was, and, and Jeff was back yeah. too. And Jeff again, was back. Can, can I, what a weird spot to put MVP. Yeah, like, I almost like well, he showed up. He was there, and I I was watching my TV screen, and for like good, like I didn't think it was like I was like that's not MVP. That's not it. Like, is that MVP? That's not MVP. Once I saw 305, I was like, it's MVP. Yeah, but then they put it close to him. And I'm like, why would you put him here? That's such a weird place. But I mean, whatever. I mean, I don't know where else they could have put him. Also, why? Like, and this might be cruel. This might be a little mean and harsh. But like, why would you put him? Like, it's not like he's a legend. Like, it's like, it's yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, he, exactly. He's not really much of a legend. Yeah. And it's like I would have rather seen Carlito or Mr. Kennedy, to be honest. Mm, <laughs> yeah, that would be interesting. Um, after that, they had a little like greatest GMs of Monday Night Raw. John Laurinaitis came out. It was cool to see. It was cool to see William Regal, like NXT general mm-hmm. manager. It was just cool to see William Regal in general. Eric Bischoff, which I'm not gonna lie, I popped very yep. hard for that. I had one critique with this. Go ahead. Uh, Vicky Guerrero wasn't there. Well, yeah, where was Vicky? Yeah, that was my only. I I kept thinking 
I kept thinking they were going to announce all of them. And then the spot where the Miz comes out, I thought that was going to be, excuse me. Yeah. And then she's going to come out and be like, you can't have this without me. Like, yeah. I, I kept waiting for it. And then and then Daniel Bryan came out too, like because he's SmackDown general manager. Another thing I didn't get. Yeah, he's that, not a that was, GM. They did that only just so Daniel and Miz could face off um, at the yeah. top of the ramp. And um, also, I was very disappointed that they at least didn't just go, ding, ding, just at least once. And oh then just yeah, wheeled, exactly. And then just wheeled out a computer. Yeah, like Vicky, and they should have had the anonymous GM there. You don't even have to say Tornswoggle. Just broom, broom. yeah, exactly. And then have Michael Cole get up and be like. The anonymous general manager says hello, and how could you forget about me? Just say and happy, happy twenty fifth. Yeah, yeah, boom, done. Yeah, exactly. And um, we should have booked the show. Exactly. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then we had the intercontinental championship match between the Miz and Roman Reigns. The the Miz Taraj gets thrown out. This match and, was um, awesome. Roman goes face first into the exposed turnbuckle, skull crushing finale, and then. The Miz retains his uh, Intercontinental Championship. He doesn't retain it. He wins it. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Well, he wins back his Intercontinental yeah, Championship. Yeah. I Censored. Called it. I called it so hard. Yeah. And now what's gonna happen probably is Roman's gonna win the Rumble. I know how they work, and it pisses me off that I'm so right. Yeah, yeah. I hope that's not the case. But I'm, I'm really, again, I, I, I said this last week. I'm saying it this week. I don't want him to be found guilty of using steroids. But also, if he wasn't in the main event at this year's WrestleMania due to some circumstances, I would not be upset. I mean, that's that's just the terms of, like... It's just, like, I mean, like, it would seem so stupid. Considering the fact that Roman Reigns, when he won the Royal Rumble, went to face Brock Lesnar, it'd be really stupid for him to win the Royal Rumble and face Brock Lesnar again. Yep. It would just seem like you're trying to repeat what you wanted to do at WrestleMania 30 before the fans burned to the ground and said, no, yeah, and, and, give us something else. And, and this time around, they were going to rely on Seth and Dean to put him over. But I really think Dean getting hurt debacled that whole thing. Oh, yeah. And hopefully they debacle it enough to where they're not going to do it anymore. Yeah. Because I'd much rather see Braun Brock at Mania. Speaking of, speaking of Seth Rollins and no Dean Ambrose, we cut to the well, Peep Show. Well, well, before that, before that, The Miz said he was going to go back to the Manhattan Center. He did, too. Yeah, yes. he did. And I thought, and this is one of the things that they should have done, because it would have made the Manhattan crowd happier, I thought he was going to go to the Manhattan Center, boast about beating Roman, and Roman was going to show up at the Manhattan Center, go to a rematch, and win it back that night. I didn't I think thought see, that was going to happen, and that would have been cool. And I think that would have been the Manhattan audience something to like. We don't, you don't think so because you're not a Roman Reigns fan, and neither am I. But for the fact that those people paid their money, well, not, it's, not it's not even that, that. I don't think there's. It's I'm not a fan of Roman Reigns, but it's just like because they want the title off him so that way he can go for the Universal title. Mm-hmm. It's like it wouldn't make any sense for him to lose it so that way he's able to take the Universal title and then just win the IC title back. Yeah. It wouldn't make any sense because then he would eventually lose it probably at the Rumble or some other pay-per-view just so he could face or the Universal Championship. Him, or have his match with Brock be for both. Brock's not going <laughs> to give a shit about the Intercontinental <laughs> no. Championship. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but yeah, back to what I was saying. We got a peep show. We got Christian, which I'm not going to lie, I was really happy, but I was just like, where's Edge? Where's Edge? Where's Edge? This also should have been at the Manhattan Center. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> it was just like, it was very, well, honestly, like, this was one of the, um, when I first, when I, when I first saw, because his guests were Jason Jordan and Seth Rollins, 
Jordan got destroyed. Jordan was really and good. In he did a really good job too. I felt like he was really starting to like really like use his heel heel sort of things. Like, can we all just stand up and give an applause to my dad, Kurt yeah. Angle? And yeah. I was just like, yes. And yeah. then Brooklyn's just eating him yeah, alive. Like he did a really good job being hated here. Oh yeah, and I was just like, yes. And like I was so glad for this. Um, the bar came out, um, and he goes, "It's not your it, your dad who sucks. You suck." And then gets the crowd to chant, "You suck." Um, Jason Jordan attacks the bar, and Rollins at- accidentally knees uh, Jordan off the springboard, knees him, which is probably going to be setting up when he turns heel yeah. at the Rumble. And and Seth did a really good job during that segment too of just looking as embarrassed and as uncomfortable as he possibly could. Oh God, yeah. Like yeah. when 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 Jordan was like. Let's give it up for my dad. Like it's, Seth was like, "Oh my god!" It's like you Stop. with. It's like when you're with your drunk friend, yeah. and then like they're making an ass out of themselves, and you're just sitting there knowing you can't do anything yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. And but yeah, um, I'm just really hope, excited because I I'm almost guaranteed that this is going to be um, um, this is going to be uh, excuse me, this is going to be a heel turn for Jason Jordan. I feel like they're going to pull the trigger at the Rumble. At least I hope they do, because like now is the time, because they've already shown that Jordan knows what he's doing. Well, I still think Jordan Angles has to be a Mania match. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, back at the Manhattan Center, we had Bray Wyatt versus Matt Hardy. First of all, I was like, what, are we not getting this match at the Rumble all of a sudden? Why are you giving this away right now? Mm-hmm. And then the match is four... Minutes, I think. Yeah, I didn't time. I didn't time it, but it was about four minutes. And Bray Wyatt goes over clean, like well, not necessarily clean because he kind of like springboarded him off the ropes, but yeah. nothing like inherently he illegal. He didn't ch- cheat. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Bray Wyatt goes over. Nothing comes from it. Yeah. Like, what the hell are we doing? Well, Matt said in a in like a YouTube backstage exclusive that he was gonna get his vengeance, and this next fight was gonna be at the Hardy Compound. Um, and he said he'd see him at, he said, he's like, I'll see you at the, the Royal, the rumble of royalty. And so like, I think they're going to do something with the rumble. Um, but yeah, I, I don't have a problem with Bray going over here. Um, if they would have done this at the at the rumble and Matt would have lost at the rumble, I would have had more of an issue with that here because if he wins at the Manhattan center where no one was at, like, I'm just, I'm, my only thing was just like, yeah, I'm okay with Bray going over, but like. In my opinion, Matt needed to go over first and then, yeah. like, give Bray a win so you can do your stupid 50-50 booking. Well, but, but see, the way I look at it is I think they could still do that. I don't think, like, if they're going to have Bray go over, I'd rather him go over on TV than at a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. I think if Matt beat him at the Rumble or if Matt beat him at, like, at their whatever pay-per-view they're doing next, I think that's a bigger deal than winning at the Manhattan Center that no one, that in a four-minute match. Yeah. So I'm okay with it. Um I would have liked to have seen Matt win, mm-hmm. but I don't think they're doing broken Matt Hardy any justice anyway. Mm-hmm. So all they're doing is having him laugh. Yeah, but I agree. It was really dumb. And also, this is a small little thing I wanted to comment on, um, but um, you know how they have that um, Universal Studios sweepstakes that they're doing for the WWE? Nope. Okay, well, basically, they're doing a sweepstakes where you enter online, and then if you win the sweepstakes, you and I think three three of your friends or something or like three guests get to go to Universal Studios Orlando with the Usos and Naomi. Well, now one of those Usos is no longer part of that sweepstakes because of a certain DUI he has. So Jay Uso has been removed from that sweepstakes, which I just thought was kind of funny. Um, But anyway, next next segment, um, which I loved, but at the same time was like, okay, that's a little fucked up. The greatest female superstars announced. First of all, Bella Twins. No, I mean I'm okay with it. No, I think I think when it's all said and done, they'll be one of the best women wrestlers they've had. 
I mean, I'm sure they will. Yeah, I mean, they've done so much for the company. I had terms. more of a problem with people that didn't have there than the ones that did have. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah. that was what I was gonna get to. Maurice came out. Uh, uh, Maria Canellis. Yeah, Maria Canellis came out. Um, Kelly Kelly, which I loved to see yep, her. I, for I, Kelly I Kelly. was very glad to see her. Lillian Garcia, which she wasn't technically a superstar, but whatever. It was still cool to see yeah, her. It was still cool to see her. Jacqueline, which was great to see. Tori Wilson. Michelle McCool. Michelle McCool was for. awesome. Terry Runnels, Trish Stratus. Um, but no Lita and even no Beth Phoenix. And no Melina. Yeah, no yeah, where the hell was Melina? Melina apparently was in the arena. Oh my god. Apparently from what and I don't know if I could I could have read it wrong, but from what I was told was they invited Melina to the show, but, but didn't invite her to the event. What the now, hell? I think the reason why you would leave people like Beth Phoenix and Lita and even possibly Melina off for something like this is so you could have a bigger pop at the Rumble. Very true. That is that is actually a really good point. Um and I think everyone will forget about that once they exactly. do show up. Because well, I feel like Lita yeah, none didn't of the- even get an invite. Yeah, I would honestly like, and that that and I, yeah, Lita didn't even get an invite, which was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but um, I would really love to see Kelly Kelly be one of those members. I know she's got like a reality show that she's yeah, doing now, do but I feel like she could still do it. I think all of them, besides maybe Terry Reynolds, could do it, and I wouldn't mind it. Well, I, Maurice can't do it. Oh, and well, besides the pregnant Maria, ones, yeah, of the, yeah, yeah, of course they can't do it for re, <laughs> for those exact yeah. reasons. But yeah, I mean, I loved Kelly Kelly. I thought Kelly Kelly was one of the best, like recoveries of a superstar when she came in at 19 years old and was just basically a stripper on ECW or WWE ECW, whatever you want to call it. When she came from that to being one of the most improved superstars, I feel like in a very long time. Um, Oh, you know who else would have been cool to see there? Um, Oh my God. Oh, I feel terrible. I don't remember her name. Um, Shoot. What was the name of the girl that uh, she uh, teamed with? uh, No, she, Oh my God! I don't know why I can't think of her Layla. name. Layla. No, Layla. No, Torres. Eve, Layla. Well, those two would have been great too. Candice Michelle. Candice Michelle. That's oh, okay. who it was. So yeah. I'm, just, I'm just gonna start naming yeah. off women. Where, where was she? <laughs> I, I, she massively improved until like she got an injury that forced her out of action. It would have been great to see her. I wouldn't her. have mind seeing Gail Kim there too. Like I know she was yeah. more for TNA, but she still worked for Raw, and she's still a pioneer in the women's wrestling. And it just would have been cool for her. like they give people who didn't even work for the company Hall of Fame considerations. Mm-hmm. So it would have been cool for them to be like. Gail Kim. Well, like, that's the thing, too. And, and especially for pro wrestling fans, it would just be nice to see her finally back there. Yeah. To at least see that WWE gave her the recognition that she absolutely has earned from her work in TNA. Yeah. Which, of course, I haven't seen much of, but I have seen a few of her I matches. Respect yeah. I do respect the hell. I respect the hell out of most of these. I wouldn't, even, all these I wouldn't even have minded seeing an awesome Kong appearance. Like, oh, yeah. Karma. Was, I think yeah. she really paved the way, too. But Do you think yeah. she'll end up being in the Rumble? I, I would love it, personally. But I feel like. I feel like. I think they said. I think from what I heard, they only have like three or four spots of women who aren't already working with the company. And I think if the rumors are to be believed and one of those is Ronda Rousey, that leaves three names. Mm-hmm. And I think I think Beth Phoenix, Molina, and Lita, if they're actually there, fill those spots. Uh-huh, yeah. Sadly, I would love to see more because I think that'd be really cool. Yep. Um, but then we had an Elias, sa- Elias sem- segment and then we got to see Chris Jericho backstage with his Alpha Club shirt. Which was, really cool. which was really cool. Now, do you see that as WWE, like he, him just doing it and then WWE just being like, ah, whatever? Well, or do you just see it as them like setting the seeds of that they want to work with New Japan? Well, there, there are pictures of him backstage wearing a different shirt. So some people think that he didn't ask. Some, pe- some people think he showed up wearing a T-shirt and then when it was too late to say no, he took that T-shirt off and wore his Alpha shirt. It's very possible, yeah. But and I- if that's the case, I think that's awesome. Oh, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, so Chris Jericho comes out. He's got his own guitar. He does a little line. And like he's like you, you. He's like, gotcha. No, no, no. I'm just kidding. No, no I'm not. not. You, you just made, made the list. list. Um, and then he made fun of his scarves, which was great. So Elias comes out once again, gets eliminated, gets interrupted by John Cena after he made fun of Jimmy Kimmel. Yep. And then, right when I was giving Brooklyn credit for being an awesome crowd, this also should have been at the yeah. Manhattan Center. And right when I, when I was giving Brooklyn. Uh, props for being an awesome crowd booing Jason Beach Jordan. Balls. Censored. Being seriously. <laughs> like this Censored. bothers me so much. I'm like, you've done this so many times. Specifically they, you. I, thought, I was I thought they banned it. Like I thought they, they banned it. Well, the I mean, yeah, well, like security took it away, but then of course John, yeah. like the Censored. that he is, encouraging <laughs> it, encourages it by going to the freaking looking at the the security guard who took it away being like, oh, come on. Yeah. I'm like, shut up. Stop encouraging these stupid smarks. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. This crowd was filled with a bunch of censored people trying to be funny and trying to be, like, ridiculous when they're just being jacked. Censored. Like, censored. Yes, on the hard cam who spent hundreds of dollars for tickets just to hold a sign that said, WWE used to be good. <laughs> oh, how cool are you? Um, I, Aren't you clever? I mean, to his credit, I would do that. Listen, like, what a big statement you're making. <laughs> Instead of just being like, yeah, WWE used to be good. That's why I don't watch it anymore. That's why I don't support them. You support them by spending hundreds of dollars to go to the 25th anniversary of Raw just to hold that sign like a censored. I would have much rather you holding some sign like this guy behind me can't see. And I'm just like, and then censored. Beach Balls like, honestly, kill it with fire enough. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of this crowd, specifically Brooklyn. When it happened when I was at SummerSlam, I was ready to fight every censored. Brought one. <laughs> Not even joking. It pissed me off so much. Oh, and then. Triggered. Oh, this, this shit tilts me so <laughs> censored hard. I can't stand I have to it. Put the explicit it's label so, on this. We ain't getting monetized on this one. <laughs> yeah, it's so disrespectful. It's so just awful and terrible, and I'm tired of it. Like, yeah. So demonetize me, censor me. I don't. We care. ain't getting monetized on this video. Mm -hmm. But that's okay. We don't have a thousand subscribers Forget anyway. It. But that's Forget a different it. video for a different I'll, day. I'll burn this show to the ground if I see <laughs> oh, another beach no. ball. I don't please, care. Please, please don't. I like the show. <laughs> So yeah, um, but no, I I agree to a much lesser extent. But I also agree. I'm I think very, it's disrespectful. I'm very passionate about this. No, and that's fine. I get worked up about things. Considering the fact that I, how much I respect every person. Yeah, who, like I may not like certain characters for the WWE, but I at least respect well, the guys who work yeah, their butts off. Yeah, I have a off. problem with the beach ball too because it does take away from you know the performance. Like it does, I, and I definitely don't think they should ever even acknowledge it exists. And of course, John does it. Especially when the face of your company does it. Yeah, John does it because he doesn't care. He's a yeah. part-timer now. Yeah, I'm just going to go film Ferdinand too. Yeah, go <laughs> ahead. Make your dumbass, stupid movie that nobody's going to go see. Oh, like, I heard, fine. I heard, I heard Make 12 rounds three. I don't care. <laughs> they're ahead of 12 rounds three. They're on 12 rounds four. Oh, are they? oh good. Yeah, <laughs> make that one. Go ahead. Be in, but, another, be in a Marine movie with The Miz. You guys yeah, will be amazing. Did this set up Elias versus John Cena? I guess. Is that a thing they're doing now? I mean, I guess. I mean, I guitar to Cena's back. I mean, I guess. I don't care. I feel like I feel like it's one of those I feel like it's where the, it doesn't need to happen. I feel like it's the only thing that it's going to lead to is John eliminating Elias from the Rumble. That's it. Which I'm As long as he gets eliminated immediately after, I'm okay with it. Even though I think he's going to win it. John? I think John's winning. I think they're gonna set up John John Cena Styles. I think that's their mania match. So that way that they can have John become a seventeen time champion. Yep. 
I think that's what they're doing. That I, that is either, very possible. It's either Cena or Roman. I hate both of those options, but it's either one of those two. I mean, yeah, it's. I don't see anybody else getting getting even close. If if the, if Brock loses the belt, I could see Brock winning it. Like mm-hmm. if they have Brock lose the match later on the night and they come back and winning it, and it's the same thing about Braun. I could Braun, Brock, Cena, and and uh, Roman are the only people I could see winning it. Yeah, I mean, Sadly. yeah. It's a shame, yeah, but like I see, I see Braun. Uh, see, I would, I would say I want Braun to win the Universal Title, but I know Brock's winning. I hope not, but yeah, he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all kind of know it. Um, but yeah, getting off this segment, uh, Godfather had a little thing with Mark Henry in the back, and it was kind of just funny to be like, "No, this is my wife." <laughs> That's my wife. I was like, I was kind of. We cool all grow to, up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was kind of cool to see that kind of character arc be fully completed. Um, then we had Heath, Heath and Rhino versus Titus Worldwide, which I can be honest, I didn't really watch too much. Dudley Boys came back, put which, them through tables. This should have, if there was anything that should have been at the Manhattan Center, it was this. Because mm-hmm. the Dudley Boys putting someone through a table in the Manhattan Center, where ECW used to resonate. Oh, yeah. Like, this should have been there. That was my biggest gripe with what things that should have been there. Because I think that would have, if I went to the Manhattan Center, had a horrible time, but the Dudley Boys showed up, I would have been like, yeah, my money's paid for it. This paid for it. Yep, and then AJ Styles had a little segment with Mean Gene just so he could be like, "Well, let me tell you something, Mean he Gene." He looks so old. Yeah, he he, he has not aged no. too well. So him, him, Vince, um, and Jr. looked super old to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, speaking of, uh, let me tell you something, Mean Gene. No Hulk Hogan. I wonder why. I mean, I think. I mean, I was expecting to see him. I was expecting to see The Rock. Like. When I was expecting, I also expected to see The Rock. I was expecting to see Hogan when AJ, as soon as AJ started being like, let me tell you something, Mean Gene, I was like, oh, Hogan's going to show up here at some point. Oh, yeah, just have him be like, what are you doing? He'd be like, hey, brother, what are you doing? This is how you do it. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Yeah. And then they were both going to make fun of Kevin Owens and Sammy together. Something like that, yeah. But then we cut back to the Manhattan Center for, I believe, the final time of the night. Yep. And it's the DX reunion, which... Eh, I liked it. Nothing really happened. I I mean, there's there's one specific thing I was really bothered with, and I'm sure you know exactly where I'm going with this. So New, New Age Outlaws, X-Pac, Razor Ramon, no Kevin Nash because, of course, not um, injured. him like too injured to come back, which yep. makes sense. And then Balor Club came. They all too-sweeted. Big F you to the, to the Bullet Club and to the Young Bucks, I'm sure. Um, and then the Revival comes out. And I'm just like, well, send these guys off. <laughs> send these guys off. They have officially reached uh, ascension levels. Like, yep. way to go. You killed this tag team literally, like, the first two weeks they came back from injury. Like, yep. way to go. I will say, though, because um, at, first, at first I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, Ascension 2, like, rip, revival. It was nice seeing you. Um, but then I thought about it, and I really think that the difference between what they did with the revival and what they did with the ascension is the ascension debuted and came out with shoulders pads and looked like knockoff versions of the road warriors and as soon as they debuted they were road warrior 2 and were getting demolished by legends literally that's they debuted and it started like that whereas the revival came up and were booked as these guys are the real deal and uh, the only reason why they haven't had success is because of injuries and i think i think them showing up and them saying we're professional wrestlers, damn it, not sport entertainers, and like them being able to say that, and I think them, I don't know, it, it felt different to me. I think they can still recover, and I think they will recover. But I, at first, I thought the same thing. I See, was when like, I when I heard them say we're we're pro wrestlers, not sports entertainers, I saw this kicking 
saw this as Vince kicking Ted Turner while he's done. Like, see, professional wrestlers, no, we're sports entertaining. We're sports entertaining. That's so much better than wrestling. Like, (laughs) I saw that, and I'm just like, as soon as they said that, I'm like, wow, I can't imagine they're not going to get demolished (laughs) by legends. Like a bunch of WWE superstars. It's got to go to somebody. You know what I mean? Like, someone's got to do the job. Yeah, I I'm mean, happy it wasn't Gallows and Anderson because I that's mean, who would have done it if Revival wasn't exactly. Injured. So yeah, the club had a match <laughs> with the Revival. It was like a three minute match, and that yeah. was it. Yeah, and then yeah, ha- hope hope the Manhattan Center had a good time. <laughs> pretty pretty lackluster show. Um, and then finally we had Brock, Kane, and Braun in the main event brawl. Announcer table and then uh, announcer table spot running power slam to the to Brock. Although he kind of bounced and then the table broke. Yeah. It was like a very awkward table spot. And that was the show. That was your twenty five year raw. This was like everyone was like building it up to be like this is going to be. They're trying to pull out all the stops to make this the best Monday Night Raw of all time. And it just it would have been just like any other normal Monday Night Raw, except they split their crowd basically in three quarters, it, and one quarter of its voice felt legitimately gypped. It went exactly how I thought it was going to go, and I know this is like all pessimistic Chad and how he, he hates the Fed, but I really thought it was going to be a show full of short matches and relying on nostalgia to carry it, and that's exactly what it was. And some nostalgia, like Stone Cold coming out and doing that segment, that was perfect. Um, you know, I didn't have a problem with the legends showing up. I think some of them, like the whole poker segment, that could have been cut. Like, you don't need them there. I would much have rather have seen a longer match between Bray and Matt or the Revival and and uh, Ballard Club. It was stuff like that, you know, like that I thought didn't need to exist. Like the Godfather Mark Henry spot. Yeah, it was cool. Did we need it? Not really. The spot with Jonathan Coachman and all of them back to the boogeyman. Did we need that? No. I'm happy we had it. We don't need it. And I think if you rely on too much nostalgia and guys who aren't going to be there next week to carry your show, like, they didn't even talk about the Royal Rumble. They booked it. They did nothing to book it. And I think that was a big problem because I'm not – because, you know, the average fan isn't might not even know the Rumble's happening now because they were too busy gawking over Razor Ramon – that didn't even get to see him come to the ring. We heard his yeah. music. They went to commercial. He came back, and he was like, I'm the bad guy. Oh. Yeah, good. What have you, Kevin, done? What yeah. have you, Kevin, like, done? I don't know. It's like, that was my biggest gripe. Like, I knew it was going to be what we got, but I was hoping it wouldn't be. And even if you were going to do with that, I could have done that and it had been better show. Just saying. I, I think the biggest problem with this is that, like, it was the week before the Rumble. Yeah. Like, that, it, it's such a big pay-per-view like yeah, the, the bragging the, the, rights was next yeah. totally fine yeah exactly if it was like clash of champions or something like that or yeah. just a smaller pay-per-view that they were doing the like the week before yeah then nobody would really bat an eye because it's not like they're building up to anything huge this is WrestleMania. this is, this is rest, beginning of the road to wrestlemania and there's like i don't know about you but this is the least hype i've ever hyped i've ever been for a royal rumble pay-per-view because other than the addition of the women's Royal Rumble match, which I am very excited to see how that I'm goes. I'm more excited about that than yeah. the men's one. I, I am too. Because, like, to honestly, be it's like, just, like, there's so many more, like, we don't know who could win. Like, obviously, everyone's probably thinking it's going to be Asuka or Ronda Rousey or something like that. Um, 
but like we still don't necessarily know what to expect from this and there's still always the possibility that like we'll get a couple a couple people were coming coming back and then also the possibility that we could get the iconic duo to show up if they show up i will lose my mind yeah. more than probably more than any returning superstar uh for the males yeah and it's just like i this is the least hyped i've ever been for a royal rumble pay-per-view which is a really big problem and because you had this raw 25th anniversary the week before like it, it just does. It like we're not building towards this as much as we need to be. It's such a, it's your second biggest pay per view probably. Yeah. Next, like you, it's SummerSlam I mean, and Royal, SummerSlam and Royal Rumble switch back and yeah, forth. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think it's definitely Mania. I like Rumble more, and then I also like Money in the Bank more than SummerSlam. But then it's SummerSlam, and then it's Money in the Bank. Exactly. So. But yeah, so it was, it was, it was very, it was disappointing to me. There were some really good spots about it, but like yeah. in general, I just really think it was a, it was a bit of a clustered yeah. mess. I mean, it was a fun show, but it it sucked in the spots where it shouldn't have sucked. Exactly. But now, going over to SmackDown Live... Um, Which we, also was pretty lackluster. It was pretty lackluster, yeah. But we opened up with no Shane McMahon, which was pretty cool. We opened with Sammy and Kevin, who mocked the 25th anniversary of Raw, which I loved. Um, so they do the Yep movement. And then AJ Styles comes out. And I'm going to comment on this for a small slick s- s- bit. They've added the sound of Pyro to his entrance, but no Pyro. <laughs> That's funny. Which at that point, I didn't even if you're that. if you're adding the sound of Pyro <laughs> to superstars, but not actual Pyro, just bring the damn Pyro back. I oh, gotta cut costs somewhere, brother. <laughs> oh my god, it's like you want it. It's like I'd be look if they cut they cut costs and they didn't have the Pyro and AJ just was standing there awkwardly for his entrance, which I agree <laughs> is awkward. But you know what? Whatever. But now that they add the sound of Pyro, it's obvious that they at least consider it like yeah. that they that pyro is still somewhat needed so either bring it back or don't use it at all including the sounds of it <laughs> like geez just have someone carry on a sparkler oh my god follow behind the do the gilberg entrance for exactly, everybody yeah yeah so yeah so aj styles comes out and um aj styles starts doing nope um you've been annoying people with the yet movement for months now i'm like it's only been like two weeks since they introduced those shirts yep and I'm like, they've been they've been annoying SmackDown Live for a few months, yeah, but not with the Yep movement. They yeah. started that literally like three weeks ago. Um, there was an awkward pause in between where I don't think they knew who was continuing talking. Um, <laughs> and then, um, so they they cut to footage, or as they say, footage. And two weeks ago on SmackDown, he said, "I'll fight both of them in the same night." So they're like, "Are you gonna be a man of your word? Are you gonna be an actual man and take what you said to heart?" Daniel Bryan comes out and he starts praising Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens like. You guys are two of the best wrestlers we have. And AJ, AJ cuts him off and says, I, 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 I accept this match. And then they cut back to, then they go backstage and then Daniel Bryan comes to Shane McMahon. He's like, I, he's like, I, I, he's like, Daniel's like, look, I wasn't going to, I actually wasn't going to sanction the match. AJ did that, did that on his own. And then Shane, he's like, you don't, you're, you're questioning AJ Styles' ability. He's like, that's not whose ability I'm questioning. And I'm just like, screw you, Shane, just <laughs> shut up. And then we had a we had a okay. Then after that, we had an okay match with Jay Uso and Chad Gable, which I'm sure is going to build up to the Usos losing their tag titles. I hope so, but I, but it's it's not because of the I love the Usos. I just I'm ready to see someone else have it. Exactly. I think there's I think there's nothing more you can really do with the, with the Usos as champion. I agree. And I think Shelton and Chad Gable just have more potential there. And that's the other thing too is that I feel like this the Usos versus Shelton and Gable two out of three falls at the Rumble could be a sleeper match of the night. Oh, and I t- mean I'm I'm sure it'll be probably the best match of the night. Mm-hmm. But I think with the Rumble being there too, of course, that's going to be the one that everyone talks about because yeah. it's the Rumble. Mm-hmm. But in terms of like the <laughs> single matches like that aren't the Rumble, yeah. that could be a sleeper ma- match of the night. I feel like. 
Then we had Naomi versus Liv Morgan. Um, Naomi wins with a sunset flip, and that's <laughs> it. Um, and then the Riot Squad attack Naomi. Then the rest of the superstar the stars attack the Riot Squad, and then everyone's attacking everybody basically. And then they're like throwing each other over the top rope. Becky tries to throw throw Naomi out. Like saying, there's no alliances. It's friend versus friend, foe versus foe. <laughs> You've had this match for how long and you still have to say this? <laughs> we we know. Yeah, we know I only know. one well, person can win. This is the women's win. rumble. It might be different. It might be completely different. Maybe, might be best friends. maybe they are alliances yeah, in the may, women's may Royal be. Rumble. Maybe two people can win. Oh, wouldn't that be just horrible? <laughs> and then Charlotte comes out, wishes everyone good luck, saying you're going to have to face the queen of WWE after this. Do you think there's going to be a cash-in at the rumble? That'd be a cool twist. Um, It'd be a really cool twist if, like, so let's say, like, you know, Becky Lynch wins the Rumble and is doing a stare down with Charlotte. Charlotte gets in the ring, they do a stare down, Becky leaves, and then Charlotte, or then Carmella bashes Charlotte in the back there with a briefcase. Oh, and I thought in. I thought you were going to go along the lines of uh, Charlotte gets cashed in on during her, after her match is over, and then she's the women's, Carmella's the women's champion going into Char- the Rumble. Charlotte and the then match? Charlotte gets in the Rumble is somehow. Charlotte in a match? Uh, I thought she was having a match against uh, someone. I didn't think she, I don't think she was. I thought they were. I, oh, yeah, I, no, yeah, you're booked, right. Yeah, so. you're right. No, you're right. By the way, I'm cool with that, too. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> that's what I thought. That's what my mindset was. I, I'm so used to this being like an actual, like, at least like maybe five or six matches. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, yeah, they're going to have probably like three and then yeah. a couple on the pre-show just so they can fit two rumbles. Yeah. And, like, it's going to be so long. Yeah. No, I mean, they could always have her cash in Charlotte, like, literally walking to catering. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, they could. They yeah. could. Do it full. Eat, as long like, as there's a referee that can do, do it a full match. hardcore hardcore title. Yeah, so. um, but yeah, then we had Shinsuke Nakamura versus Baron Corbin. So sh- so, sh- Cor like Shinsuke's about to hit the King Shasa. Then Randy Orton comes in, RKO's both of them like just out of nowhere, and then he points at nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, there's you no, see that? there's no. no re- it's like he's like, see that WrestleMania? Oh wait, it's not there yet. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, first of all, that was really stupid considering the fact that like. Just Randy felt like they felt the need to throw Randy out there just to RKO everybody. I mean, I don't got a problem with it. These guys, these three guys in particular, are just in limbo status right now. Like, neither mm-hmm. of them are doing anything of value because it's the Rumble. So you have to have them doing something. I agree, yeah. I would have much rather have had Shinsuke and Baron, like, do the match, have that exact thing happen, only instead of Randy pointing, had him cut, like, a quick promo being like, I'm going to win it again. Like, Something like that. Something, but, but pointing like, to nothing, which is uncomfortable. It was easy point there, and I felt like he looked there, and I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm pointing now. I can't just do, like, a quick point. And you there, just, popcorn man. Yeah. I'm winning I'm the like, rumble. Hey, you, kid in the ble- kid in the cheap seats. I'm going to win the rumble for you. <laughs> yeah, that's something. I'm, it was very awkward. <laughs> so then we had a, six, a six-man tag match between the New Day and the new United States champion, Bobby Roode, versus Jinder Mahal, Rusev, and Aiden English. They had a nice little thing where Aiden English was singing Bobby Roode's entrance, kind of like the sort of thing they did with Seth Rollins, but not nearly as funny. Yeah. Um, and then Jinder comes out with one sing brother. I don't know what happened to the other one. He's under the weather. Okay, he was I, under. I the don't weather. know that that's for sure, but I'm okay. just assuming so. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, great Rusev Day chant. Great Rusev pop. It's just like yeah. And Xavier ends up picking up the pin on Aiden English. It was cool seeing Xavier pick up the pin. This match yeah. was really just kind of nothing to me. Yeah. It didn't really do anything bad, nothing it good. It was just filler. It was, yeah, as bad as filler as you can get for a SmackDown. Which it's a go-home show, so I'm okay with filler. Yeah, exactly. But um, then we had AJ Styles in his two matches, his first one against Kevin Owens and his second one against Sami Zayn, which were back-to-back. 
So they, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn come out, and then Shane McMahon comes out right, right yep. in the middle yep. of their entrance, saying, "If you go anywhere near that ring, you will lose your spot in the WWE title match, and you will be fired on the spot." Um, one other sign that I need to comment on um, that I saw uh, when they were walking down the ramp was this dumbass kid who was holding up a sign that says Conor McGregor runs WWE. That's a weird sign. It's a have. really, it's a really weird sign to have, <laughs> especially since I'm like. Didn't Conor McGregor get stripped of his title again? Kimbo Slice runs raw. <laughs> Please, yeah. But, like, yeah, I don't understand that. And it's like, that's just a small thing that I complain about a lot. Or just the dumb signs that people think are cool. Not, not even, like, the, no, not even the dumb signs. Like, but like the mindset that UFC fans seem to have that WWE is the Antichrist. And well, anybody who gets involved from WWE to UFC or the other way around mm-hmm. is just the worst thing that they could possibly have. Because, of course, in their mindset, we are the legitimate sport, and these guys are the fakesies. When we're not even, they're not even trying UFC, to compete. UFC, what was it? Was it UFC 100, the one that Brock sold out? <laughs> like, because well, UFC, UFC 200 was yeah, the one. It, yeah, it was 200. Because if, because I remember Conor McGregor couldn't show up because he was hurt. Or no, that was John Bones Jones who was hurt. John Bones Jones was hurt, and I think Conor McGregor was like. Not also not on the show, so they were like, "Hey WWE, can we borrow Brock for the night?" And Brock made, sold out the show. Mm-hmm. And then of course CM Punk when he fought, even yeah. though it was a even though it was a one sided fight and Punk got his ass kicked. Yeah, like I'm sure they made buttloads of yeah. money oh, for I'm that. Yeah, I'm sure they did. And I'm like, I don't know. I think if Ronda Rousey wins the Rumble, that could be cool too. But I agree. I, I agree. It'll be. Cool. I know that's gonna rub people the wrong way. Obviously, I don't think. Gonna... I don't think anyone will have a problem with it. I feel like some people are going to, but just because they're gonna want like someone like Oscar to win it or something like that. Um, but, um, yeah, it's just like the, this mindset that the UFC fans have that they think that they're just like, I don't know. I feel like UFC fans are so like, at least the hardcore fans. I know there's people, I know people who love UFC and they're completely fine. I enjoy watching UFC too. I love, like, I, I enjoy watching both shows, but I feel like the hardcore fans are just some of the most obnoxious, just rude and stupid people like uh-huh. like howling like Whoa! <laughs> yeah just like piece of garbage people that i just don't care for at all <laughs> i'm like i'm not trying to act like i'm better like just because i watch pro wrestling um i'm obviously not I'm i think like, i uh, think it's i think it's the mentality of we're used to people making fun of professional wrestling so and like, they and like they think that they're so they're breaking new ground just like everybody yeah. else is well for me it's like it's for like you know watching a for the longest time and even now somewhat today being a pro wrestling fan has never been cool so it's like, you know, I've never been like, I watch pro wrestling. I'm better than you. So Of course not. So like and so I will never ever be like, oh, you watch UFC or oh, you watch the NFL or oh, you watch like gymnastics or you like whatever whatever your interests are, uh-huh. I will never make I will never ever harp on you for it because I watch something that people think is very stupid. And I feel like we can also uh, yeah. I, yeah, I feel like we ourselves can believe that pro wrestling is very stupid. I just rewatched Michael Cole being read a poem by Heidenreich. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, the show I watch is dumb. Yeah, exactly. There are moments when I'm watching, like, even even this week where I'm just like, well, that was stupid. Mm-hmm. But, like, I don't know. It's just the fact that we know it. Like, it's it's fun. And who am I to yeah. critique someone? We're, so just we're, leave my interests alone. Yeah, we're enjoying it. Like, we're having a good time. And you guys are enjoying UFC. You guys can enjoy UFC, but like, as much as you want. I enjoy UFC. Like, as much as I care about what Joe Rogan, the former Fear Factor host, thinks of professional wrestling. Like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or what, remember Mia Khalifa went off on Ronda yeah. Rousey? Yeah. That was just weird. Yeah. But. And then and then I, and then they had her, she, she has her own podcast. And then they 
had Eva Marie come to defend WWE. Yeah. You picked the worst person to defend WWE. Yeah. It's like, come on. Could you not get anybody else? No other former women alumni. Just, yeah, no other was, woman uh, wrestler that Kelly, wanted... Kelly booked yeah, today. exactly. Like, no, let's get Eva Marie. Yeah. Like, but, what, you just fired for being useless? Yeah, oh. exactly. But, um, yeah. But that's just, uh, that's just a gripe I have, mm-hmm. but, like... Yeah, enjoy just enjoy what you like, and exactly. not don't tear down what other people like. Exactly. Um, but yeah, AJ Styles ends up going over KO by making him tap to the calf crutcher, which he tapped to immediately. KO, I mean AJ doesn't release the hold and just keeps wrenching it, and then Sami Zayn comes down and attacks AJ Styles for continuing to do the hold and beats him up before the match starts. Like they go to commercial, and then the match mm-hmm. finally starts. And then Kevin Owens is outside being attended to by medical staff. And then twice, AJ Styles, in the middle of the match, just beats up on KO more, including pushing him over off the stretcher, which, good baby face. Good baby face work from you. And then as Kevin Owens, I mean, as AJ Styles gets back inside the ring after the second time he beats up Kevin Owens, Haluva kick and blue thunder bomb, and Sami Zayn wins clean. First of all, he won with the blue thunder bomb. I'm so happy with that because I love that move and I've always said that that move needs to be something that pins people because yeah. it's just such a cool move. It's like the deep six, but like in a power bomb, which is even better. And it's just, I I know it was like Haluva kick, then blue thunder bomb, but I was just happy that he yeah. pinned him with that. And it just was a really good ending to an average SmackDown. But this was a really cool ending to me. But um, obviously, this is probably going to lead to the fact that AJ is going to win. I really want. I, I'd be. I'm okay with either options, but I, I would prefer Kevin Owens and Sammy to go. I over. just feel like it would be more interesting. Yeah, and that, that's what I'm saying too. Just for the sheer interest, and then you can have AJ versus Daniel Bryan, and I'm happy with. Yeah, that. and I think they just could do a lot of interesting stuff with them as being co-champions. I know it would be weird, and but I feel like they do a really good job. Oh, of they would it do work. fine. Yeah, they do perfectly fine, but. Yeah, other than that, like, that was this weird, odd, and disappointing week of wrestling. Um, yeah, I mean, like, this was, a, this, was a very, he, this was a very heated week for me to come back on, specifically, <laughs> because I was massively pissed off, pissed off about Enzo's stupidity, and I was also pissed off at Brooklyn for their freaking beach balls. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Grant can have fun editing my potty mouth, <laughs> because... Yes! Yeah. See, uh, see, this is I am I'm I am so like, and I want to get hired by WWE as a commentator <laughs> with the mouth that I have, and I want to work for them as a commentator. I mean, they, oh my god! Before we go, real quick, like lightning, let's just quickly make our predictions for the Rumble, just so we can say we did it. Women's Rumble, who wins? I say, uh, I say, Oscar. I say Ronda Rousey. All right. Raw tag team titles: The Bar or Jordan and Seth? Who win? I say the Bar. I say the Bar as well. All and right. then Jordan turns heel. Okay. Um, SmackDown tag titles: I say Gable and Bel- Benjamin. Same. Same here. All right. Um, what else is there? Uh, the Universal title. Universal title. Who we got? I got Brock. I know what I'm. Gonna be, I go Braun. All right. I'm hoping for Braun, honestly, yeah. but I'm just. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be Brock. Uh, WWE Championship match. Uh, AJ Styles. I'm gonna go Kevin and Sammy. All right, man. And then that leads us to the Men's Rumble. Who do you got? I got I got Roman Reigns. I got John Cena. All right. Well, I'm not happy. I'm not I'm not happy with those picks, but I that's what I think is going to happen. WWE proved me wrong and actually pull a rabbit on your hat for the Rumble instead yeah. of just doing gar- cuz there hasn't been a good Rumble winner and in like Trevor eight- Man wins the Rumble. I'd be I'd There be, hasn't if, been a good Rumble winner if in Ricochet like Ricochet wins the Rumble. I'm losing my mind. There hasn't been a good <laughs> Rumble winner in I think 4 years. Yeah. And they need to fix this because they yep. like the Rumble like has always been given to the top guys who don't need it. Yeah. Give it to someone who could use it and then they, they could 
do some cool stuff. I think with. Shinsuke would benefit really well. I agree. It. I would really love it if Shinsuke won because he needs something to yeah. jumpstart his career. But yeah, that's going to wrap it up for this week of Ringmasters. Thank you guys for joining in with us. And yeah, for me, I'm Austin. My Twitter is szoomer4. I am Chad. My Twitter is at the Chad 100. And don't forget to follow Ringmasters at Ringmasters Pod on Twitter and subscribe to us on YouTube at R- Ringmasters Podcast. And we will catch you guys next week.